0: Number one in the country goes down again for the second year in a row to no other than the Scarlet Knights. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Slash Review. You. I'm your host, Christian Rout here with my co-host Steve Feck. We're gonna break down the Boilermakers going down yet again for a second season to Rutgers 65 to 64. This game was really fun to watch. I mean, this was the the, the crowd at Purdue at Key Court was I mean electric. There were some times where the the volume in the actual broadcast, was just too much, and you could hear the rumbling in your own speakers at home. It was a very good game, but Rutgers finds a way to get the win, Steve. This was a very good one. What was your thoughts on this one? I know you're probably super excited, being a Jersey guy,
1: being a Rutgers right. faithful
0: yourself. What's your thoughts on this?
1: Take What's my exit out. there? Yeah, you know it's it's amazing. I don't. I'm always amazed that Rutgers has not been more consistently. Very good considering, you know, the, in their backyard, you've got New York city and, and, and all the Jersey, you know, high schools around them. But I mean, th- this was a, a huge win for this Rutgers program. If if they truly are going to compete for, I would say, an NIT bid, a good season in NIT. I don't know that they're really going to be an NCAA team, but there's no doubt that the first thing I thought of when I saw it was watching this game is that Purdue coach Matt Painter, mm-hmm. he was looking for real boilermakers after watching just something the shots Rutgers was making, especially that last three-pointer uh, by Cam Spencer, you know, draining yeah. it uh, to put it ahead. Clutch. Clutch. Yeah, and it, right, and you really, at this point, you can't blame the Purdue Athletic Department for trying to petition to stop scheduling Rutgers. Because <laughs> yeah. not only have they beaten them, knocked them out of the number one spot two years in a row, they beat them six out of the last seven times they've played. It's just something that Rutgers just has Purdue's number. And, you know, I was trying to look at reasons why. And the only thing it comes down to is that Rutgers kind of plays Purdue's game to a certain degree. For me, Rutgers is one of the premier defensive teams in the country. Period. I mean, they, they just always play great defense. And because they're Rutgers and they kind of get lost in the shuffle of the Big Ten, I think that kind of gets lost. And everything, but you talked about, you know, the the atmosphere at Mackey Arena. That's what makes this win even bigger. I mean, last year they were playing at home at New Jersey Mike's Arena, and they had that ridiculous shot from beyond, you know, half court, you know, to win it. So it was kind of like, well, okay, you know, home. There was some, I think, home cooking when it came to the refereeing. I think in that game, in fairness, even though I'm a Rutgers guy, I mean, I I think. Purdue got jobbed a bunch of times, I think, in that game. But, I mean, for them to do it, you know, away from home, and, I mean, there's a good uh, basketball adage that I've always loved, that that defense travels well. If you play solid defense, you're going to be able to stay in most games. And I think that's what Rutgers' goal is. But how about Paul McCahey? Uh, Again, I watch Rutgers a lot, so I'm used to him. I I hate the cliche he's got a high motor, but, I mean, he just plays all out every minute of every game. Now, admittedly, sometimes it's too much. He's too aggressive or he gets too emotional. But, you know, he's the heartbeat, you know, of this Rutgers team. Uh, If he could ever get his jumper, uh, be more consistent. I mean, we're talking, you know, an all-American candidate. He's just that talented a guy. And I, I also thought Rutgers did a good job on the inside. I mean, the rebounding margin was close. You know, when of course Edie, you know, usually had his usual, you know, great game. What do they have? 19 points, 11 rebounds, another double double.
0: But he's, I mean, he's
1: insane. Yeah, yeah, it really is. But it, ultimately, it boiled down to Rutgers just defending really well, being really aggressive, and been Purdue not being able to make their free throws. If you're playing. In any Big 10 game, Big 10 teams need to be able to, to, to hit their free throws because there's going to be a lot of foul calls. It's a very physical league as a rule. And certainly coming into this, Purdue knew what they were going to be up against. So you would think that they would, you know be able to capitalize and they're not necessarily always a bad free throw shooting team but they only shot 63 percent. that's yeah. really the difference in this game is that uh purdue could not convert from the line where rutgers i want to say was it around 80 percent, if i'm not mistaken yeah. nine for uh, 11 yep yeah yeah you know so um it, it was it was just it was a great win i i think when rutgers basketball is good i think it's good for the big 10 because it really now you're, you're adding that New York metropolitan uh, TV audience, you know, to big 10 games and, you know, bringing more attention to it. So maybe this is a sign of that. Maybe Rutgers needs to be paid attention to. I mean, the big 10 is, it's awfully good. I mean, it's awfully good. If you put Rutgers in the big East, I think now we're talking Rutgers as a legitimate contender to win the big East, but in the big 10, I mean, I just think they just don't have enough to compete with with the Indiana's and the Illinois and the Ohio States night in, night out. Or, or or Purdue's. We can't overlook Purdue. Purdue was again number one for how how many wish were they number one?
0: Yeah, quite a quite a bit, honestly. Yeah. They were they were number one for some time. And I'm sure that they're not going to move too far down the path here. I'm sure we'll still see them as a top five team come Monday. We'll see what happens when they play Ohio State later on this week. But you're right about the the three throws, they missed nine from the charity strike. And that just can't happen, especially when you're playing a, a, a team that you know you struggle with. I mean, you just said they've, they've lost the majority of the games they've played in the last two seasons against Rutgers. The, you talked about Rutgers, and you really hit the nail on the head with all of them. With Purdue, I mean, the only thing that keeps sticking out to me, and I'm sure everybody thinks this is a sticking out because he looks like a big bully on the court is Zach Eady. Mm-hmm. I mean, 19 points, 11 rebounds, like you said. Every time you watch that guy play, he he exactly that. He looks just like he doesn't belong there. He's just a big kid in a sandbox, if you will. And he's going to be really fun to watch, I think, next level, because I think he is going to really be able to bully and push some people around in professional leagues, too. I think he really has oh, yeah. what it takes uh, and just watching him play. That physical Big Ten basketball that you and I both love is really exciting to see. This Purdue team, even though they've got this loss, this is still not a huge thing for them. They're 13-1. and I mean, a lot of other teams in the top 25 have multiple losses, right? So This isn't a big deal. This is something that, obviously, they wanted this win after what happened last season. But when you see what happens moving forward, they have to put it behind them because Thursday... 7 o'clock Eastern on Fox Sports 1. They got Ohio State, who Dayton. has had some peaks and valleys, but they've looked really, really good lately, and they're 24 in the country again, and you know what? A lot of people have Ohio State predicted to win this game. ESPN's matchup predictor has 69% towards Ohio State. That's a really interesting concept when you think about what we just saw with Purdue uh, against this Rutgers squad, and then... I think it has more to do with Ohio State being really hot right now, Steve.
1: Yeah, and I I wonder, I mean, Purdue's really gonna have to bring it with their inside play. And that's generally, you know, their forte. But you know, because but Ohio State is, is gonna try to run up and down the court. And from an athletic standpoint, there's there's probably more athleticism on Ohio State. So I could see why, I mean, personally. Um, it would not shock me. I thought that the Ohio State game was going to be the game that would have knocked Purdue out of the unbeatens. But um, it, w- it wouldn't shock me to see Purdue now to lose two in a row. And it doesn't mean Purdue's is a bad basketball team. They're just hitting oh, no that kind of a stretch. And, and, and Rutgers just simply played the Purdue game better than Purdue did on this one.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And uh, speaking of the Ohio state Rutgers game, that was only a one point victory just in favor of Ohio state as well. So if you want to put that in perspective, we're going into a very good game on mm-hmm. Thursday evening as for Rutgers, which one means more. I think you already kind of answered this one, but what one means more the one from last season or the one on the road this year.
1: Oh, the one on the road this year, anytime that you win on the road in the big 10, it, it it's a big win. So when you're coming down and you're on, you're a bubble team, not only do you have a win against the number one team in the country, you have a win on the road. And and, and again, it was a very, very you know tight margin. True, but it doesn't matter. It's a win on the road against a ranked opponent. That's going to weigh very heavily. So if Rutgers can really put together a run, like you said, they played Ohio state really, really tough. And that was a game. I honestly, I really thought Rutgers could have pulled it out if they had a little bit more consistent shooting, but uh, this 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 year's win was way big, it was much much bigger than uh, the win. Of course, you want to, you want the fans to get all excited and get all worked up. But, I mean, I always call it the rack. I guess it's the Jersey Mike Arena now because everything changes names. You can't call it what it was originally called anymore. But when you win at home, okay, you know you, you, know, you partisan crowd, you kind of hear that type of stuff. But when you win it on the road. That is uh that's gaining you a lot of points and get you a lot of attention and people that are going to be on that committee to try to form the NCAA tournament in March.
0: That that one point lost to Ohio State is their only loss in the Big Ten so far. They got that Purdue win, obviously. And they if you remember, they put the hurt on Indiana right before that mm-hmm. Ohio State game as well. So they're two and one in the conference right now. That's something to be really impressed with, especially after already playing three top 25 teams. I think we might at some point maybe see a number next to Rutgers. Maybe it could be something that we could see eventually at some point this year, they got to get through a tough task on Thursday as well for themselves. They play Maryland who we, at one point Maryland was one of those teams that was the possible Cinderella of the year. And I think they still might have the potential to do some good things, but we saw them struggle in, in December and, 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 and that was something that, I think they got to find a way to get back to obviously the loss against Wisconsin, Tennessee, UCLA, that didn't hurt. Or that didn't help them by any means. They just lost to Michigan by a very large margin at, yeah. on New Year's day. It was not a good game. We have seen them in a rough stretch when they lost games in the month of December. Is this another one for Maryland where they have a, a new stretch or is records can records capitalize um, I think this one's a good game, though. I think I'm leaning towards Rutgers after what I saw against them with, with, with Purdue.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you there, too, because, again, they're used to playing against Kevin Willard teams, you know, because when Willard was at Seton Hall for all those years, they, Rutgers and Seton Hall, that was the big in-state, you know, rivalry. They're, they're used to playing that kind of a physical uh, inside, push it out to the perimeter kind of game, and I think Rutgers matches up well with a team like Maryland, just like they matched up well, like a team in Purdue. I think they, they, they will match up well against those physical teams. I was, I have to admit, I was kind of surprised when they did so well against Indiana. I I have to admit. Oh, me too. I mean, that really, I mean, I'm not as high as on Indiana as a lot of people are, but uh, Indiana is that kind of athletic team that you wouldn't think Rutgers would fare well against, but then they, look what they did against Ohio state. Really. They should have won that game against Ohio state. They, they squandered some opportunities, Ohio state capitalized and uh, Rutgers, but again, right. Rutgers could be, What if Rutgers had beaten Ohio state, we're not going three and O right. now going against Maryland, potentially going four and O deeper into the weekend. So now you're talking, getting off to a really hot start and you probably want to finish stronger in the big 10 than start stronger, but certainly from a competence standpoint, I think for, for this Rutgers team um, I, I think if they could knock off Maryland, now that swagger is there, you know, and now they can hold their head up high and say, Hey, you know what? We're we're one point away from being you know, undefeated in the, in the big 10. So it'll be an interesting matchup for both teams coming into the weekend.
0: Yeah, this one's going to be another good one as well. Also at the rack or Jersey Mike Arena, if you will, 630 Eastern Time on Thursday, Big Ten Network. This should be a good one. Rutgers looking to go for their fifth win in a row. That is something to be really to pay attention to after the Scarlet Knights just beat the number one team in the country for the second year in a row. I mean, what a, an amazing feat. I mean, if you if that's the way that this season ends for Rutgers, hey, you got something at least on your belt, yeah. on your notch. but. Looking forward to seeing how Rutgers takes on Maryland on Thursday and Purdue takes on Ohio State as well the same night. Let us know your thoughts in the comment description below. If you're listening in podcast form, thank you so much. Maybe you give a five-star rating if you will. And thank you, as always, for listening to Slasher U.